This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. You know the old saying, money talks? Well, that's what it took for Korean battery suppliers LG Chem and SK Innovation to settle their legal battle. As you'll remember, LG sued SK for stealing secrets on how to make batteries in LG One. SK was going to be banned from importing cells to the U.S. to make EV batteries. And that set Ford and Volkswagen's hair on fire. Both of them had lined up SK to make batteries for them. But over the weekend, cooler heads prevailed, and SK agreed to pay LG $1.8 billion to make the problem go away. And not only did Ford and VW heave a sigh of relief, so did the Biden administration. It really wants to ramp up EV production in the U.S., which is way behind the EU and China. The administration is allocating $100 billion for EV incentives. And here's what they're talking about. The 200,000-unit cap gets lifted, which helps GM and Tesla, who already hit that mark. Some of the money goes to building more EV charging stations, but most of it goes to consumers. Instead of a $7,500 tax credit, you'll get a $10,000 rebate when you buy the car. But it only applies to EVs made in the U.S. The Senate is also talking about limiting that incentive to EVs that are, quote, affordable. We're just guessing here, but they may limit it to vehicles that cost less than 50 grand. The White House really has its sights set on the auto industry, though. It's holding a summit today with 20 different companies to figure out how to deal with the chip shortage, which is crippling automotive production worldwide. GM, Ford, Stellantis, Cummins, and Packard are part of the meeting, as well as tech companies and chip manufacturers. And it doesn't just involve American companies. The Biden White House also invited companies from Europe, South Korea, and Taiwan to help solve this chip problem. Automated and autonomous driving are important developments that help make the traffic of the future safer, more efficient, and more comfortable. We are ZF. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. Car sales in China were strong in March. The China Association of Automobile Manufacturers says automakers sold more than 2.5 million vehicles, up nearly 75% from a year ago. It's the 12th consecutive month sales increased, and they're now running at pre-COVID levels. BEVs, PHEVs, and fuel cell vehicles, or what China calls new energy vehicles, were up a stunning 239% to 226,000 units. The Wuling Hongguang Mini EV set another sales record. 40,000 were sold last month. Tesla also had a spectacular month. It sold more than 35,000 Model 3s and Ys, which is three times higher than a year ago, including 25,000 Model 3s and just over 10,000 Model Ys. We think if you ask Citroen designers to make a version of the Subaru Outback, you get the new C5X. And while those vehicles share a similar shape, 
The styling of the C5X is actually heavily influenced by the C-Experience concept that debuted way back in 2016. Power will come from a range of gasoline engines, including a plug-in hybrid setup that combines for 225 horsepower and an EV-only range of 50 kilometers or about 31 miles. The interior looks pretty standard, but is still modern in appearance and is highlighted by a high-mounted 12-inch center display screen and a push-button gear selector. Like Citroens of the past, the C5X will be the first vehicle equipped with its new active hydraulic suspension called Advanced Comfort Suspension. It says it brings back the sensation of traveling on a magic carpet. The C5X goes on sale in the second half of this year. And here's a better look at MG's EV concept called the Cyberster. You can really see the intricacies of the grille design, as well as details like the LED strip down the side of the car and the Kambach rear end. The interior features a separated cockpit with a race-inspired steering wheel and huge digital instrument cluster for the driver. MG says more information is coming next week, when the Cyberster makes its debut at the Shanghai Auto Show. Well, Ford must be selling enough Rangers in Europe that it decided to come out with a couple of limited edition models that make the truck look more rugged. The Storm Track and Wolf Track packages add things like electronically locking rear differential, underbody skid plates, and all-terrain tires. You may also notice new paint colors, exclusive grille patterns, and body decals. Both trucks arrive in European dealers this October. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Autonomous taxis just took another step forward. Cruise, which is mostly owned by General Motors, signed a deal with Dubai to start running robo-taxis in 2023. It gets an exclusive contract to do that through 2029 and expects to have about 4,000 cruise origins in the fleet by the end of the decade. Dubai has a goal of 25% of all trips to be in these autonomous vehicles. Most tailgate parties involve a lot of brats, burgers, and beer. Somehow, we get the idea that's not what Rolls-Royce had in mind when it designed what it calls a recreation module for the back end of the Cullinan. Rolls describes it as a motorized cassette, and we quote here, slides open to reveal equipment, accessories, and paraphernalia personally selected by the motor car's commissioning client each item ensconced in its own individually tailored container. We can't wait to see what this thing costs, because last year Rolls came out with a portable telescoping seat for the Cullinan priced at $8,800. And that's the thing about selling luxury items to the super rich. As long as it's well made and looks cool, you can mark it up as much as you want. Well, I hope Mr. Dana from Canada had a chance to go through the comments from Friday's show. If he did, 
Mr. Dana would have realized the car he spotted and asked us to help identify is actually quite unique. It's a Volvo 262C, which was made from 1978 until 1980. Volvo was inspired to make the car after Henry Ford II brought several Lincoln Mark IVs with him to a visit to Volvo's factory. The 262C was based on the 260 sedan, but since Volvo didn't have room to build a low-volume vehicle, it turned to Italian coach builder Bertoni. It had to custom-make the roof pillars, roof pan, windshield surround, cowl, and the upper parts of the doors because of the roof of the coupe is significantly shorter than the sedan. Another interesting aspect of the 262 is that it's powered by a V6 engine that was jointly developed with Renault, Peugeot, and Volvo. Only 6,622 262Cs were made in its two-year run, which makes the car spotted by Mr. Dana pretty rare. But that brings us to the end of today's show. Thank you for watching. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. And by ZF. ZF, driving intelligence for software-defined vehicles and transforming next-generation mobility.